0: Why would we want the brightest, the most innovated people in this country to take their hard-earned money and send it to Washington? The notion of prophecy is dangerous and worth worrying about. Yeah, I'd give a rat's ass about Twitter. It's a platform for people that are sitting home, trolling an unemployment check, sitting in front
1: of a keyboard. And I just sort of said, "Screw it! I'm gonna go out. Whatever, whatever I want to think and I want to feel, I'm gonna feel it and, and let that happen." And it, and it was a little bit like pressure was off of me. All
0: right, boys. Back judge podcast. John Dolan's
2: back in, in the cut. Baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were in Birmingham in the two four eight. Got klep over for
0: a good episode in the lab.
3: Yep. He me has, and Tommy out to there cloud. in Chicago.
0: Out there in Chicago, holding it down in Bears country right now. We'll get into that. Don't you listen to any of the previous pods that you weren't on? Uh, I remember I listened to
2: like the first ten. I listened to the first like minute of one of them.
0: Um, okay, and,
2: and so there was one. <laughs> there was one take that made me laugh. I can't remember who said it, but I really agreed with it. Can't remember what it was though. I'm yeah. sure it was a good episode. But when I saw,
1: Sounds like what every listener thinks when they listen to any episode of the podcast. <laughs> when,
2: when I saw the, I saw that there was a shady Lopas episode though, and I was like, "What the hell? Like, I got to get back on the show."
1: Hey,
3: someone exactly, someone's got to you know include those kids in something, right?
2: Yeah. Shit. What's next, Connor Ryan? <laughs> <laughs>
3: newspaper. <laughs> newspaper time. Um, so, uh, what do you say we, we, we get after it here?
0: Yeah, happy New Year to all of our loyal listeners. Twenty nineteen should be a good one. But we got the first week of the playoffs, baby. It's it's a big time right now, but I, I would like to do a very small um, retrospective on the twenty eighteen regular season and, and take us through our prophecies that that we had made at the beginning of the year. So I'm just gonna go through these one by one and you know, we can we can stop at any point we want to maybe. Some of these are tough. Um Lee says the Chargers will get thirteen wins. Twelve and four. Ah. Tough hit.
3: Uh, you know, what are you gonna say? <laughs> I would have liked to have that Denver game back. I think that was the one that they could have won, but in retrospect ne- ne- next
0: one next one's worse. Adam says the Rams go below five hundred.
3: Yeah, listen, was, you guys were hot yeah, on that They, take. they on. started
0: season eight 0 no. Like that was over halfway through the year.
2: Did
3: I cosign uh-huh. on that clip? No, you did not. I'm kinda surprised I didn't co sign on that because I probably, you know. You got you you me on the right day, i was going to co-sign on that.
0: You co-sign the next one. Adam says Des Bryant will sign with the Colts. Lee co-signs.
3: I'm, that's a win for us. I'm not yeah. taking that as a loss.
2: I mean, yeah, he didn't pretty much sign with no one. I mean, he had he
0: practiced once. Yeah,
3: honestly. Uh,
0: Tommy picks Derrick Henry to lead, lead the league in rushing.
3: The last four weeks, yeah. he said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A, yeah, you're wrong. It was the last four weeks.
0: Ended up being uh, Ezekiel Elliott with 14-34. Uh, uh, coming for that next year, though. That's a good player. We got uh, Tommy says Dalvin Cook will finish the season with more rushing yards than Jordan Howard. I
1: did uh, that's not, a no.
0: Uh, Jordan Howard got nine thirty five. Dalvin Cook six fifteen.
1: 15 Both those players player. suck.
0: Adam says Vikings will win below 10 games in quotes, no playoffs. This was considered a weak
3: prophecy, baby. A weak prophecy, a baby. Weak prophecy.
0: <laughs> and then, and then all of a sudden, Lee got a playoff boner for the Vikings at the end of the year. Who know? Who, what do you know though? Eight seven and one, and no playoffs for the boy. That's a, that's a big W in that double, prophecy. That's a double there.
1: dub
3: for Clip.
0: Yep. Hey, uh, that that one
2: got the Dolan cosign. You guys, yeah, yeah, you guys that know, that know
0: one, I
3: hated
2: yeah. the Vikings.
0: That one, yeah, that one has the Dolan cosign on it, and uh, then Adam says Cowboys and Giants will finish below five hundred. Uh, old, old Giants went below, but uh, Cowboys screwed me there. The
3: Cowboys saved themselves from doing that.
0: Shout, Shout out to Mari Cooper. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Jeez, Tommy. You're a lucky man. Lee says Cowboys will win under seven games. Uh, John Dolan says the Lions <laughs> will beat the Vikings twice. <laughs> Boys,
2: I, I have something I need to clear up about when I came on the show. Like I told you guys, I was a little hazy. I was on vacation when you called me. I meant to say that the Lions would go 6-10, and ten, not 10-6. Ten and six. And I got the Packers and the Vikings uh, mixed up. I thought we were going to sweep the Packers, so yeah. asterisks on that <laughs> one. Don't
0: save saving face. <laughs> <laughs> um, Vegas says no, says no playoffs for Pittsburgh, but they will also lose one game to Cleveland. It was a joint prophecy, uh, so it's, it's oh still a no. But you know the it,
3: nature of the parlay. Yeah, the
0: Something nature
3: I'm of the parlay. Hey, maybe, maybe
2: if uh, maybe if Zane Gonzalez made a couple more field goals, you
0: really would have had one
2: there. there.
3: There's my man. There's my man. No doubt, sensational hubris coming from uh, coming from from Pittsburgh, though. Yeah.
0: The boys say Miles Garrett leads the league in sacks. No, uh, he got thirteen and a half. So Hell know, of a year. Two good left. year. Uh, Aaron Aaron Donald got twenty and a half. Aaron Donald almost broke the record. He had the def- wow. or interior defensive lineman record for sure. Um, oh, this is a good one. Uh, Adam and Lee bet Tommy that the Seahawks will win four more games than the Cardinals. Hmm. 10 and 6 and 3 and 13. Almost doubled that, boy.
1: Almost doubled it. Oh, whatever. Cardinals are <laughs> dead. Next they year, dead we'll, I'm, let's re up for next year. Let's re up for next year. Josh Rosen MVP next year? Nick Boza, Josh Rosen, co MVPs. I can
3: make a prophecy. So. The Cardinals won't win over six games until they change their uniforms. <laughs> that's,
0: <laughs> that's a that's good one. one.
3: That's my new prophecy.
0: Uh, the boys <laughs> say Packers and Vikings come in the first two spots in the NFC North. Oh!
3: Wow.
0: Uh, no. Bears, Vikings, Packers, Lions. So took an L there.
3: Wow. This right. is so, so, so
0: this is this is a big one. Tommy says Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and Muhammad Sanu will have more yards than the top three pass catchers on any other team in the NFL. Tommy wins it by two yards.
3: Let's right. go, I won! <laughs> who, who was no,
0: the
2: Chiefs had thirteen thirty-four, and the Steelers had 30, or three thousand thirty-four, and the Steelers had three thousand thirty-three. Wow. You are a lucky bastard, wow. Tommy. Three thousand three,
3: 3
0: hundred and thirty-three. We yeah, 3, had So, so just to clear that out there, the After Falcons fantasy with the season
1: I had, I really needed that. That's huge.
0: Yeah, so that was that was a big one, Tommy. Good on you. Thanks, boys. Um, yeah, maybe if Cooper Cup didn't get hurt, things would have been a little yeah, different.
1: A very, very good point, Dolan.
0: Um, Adam, Tommy, and Lee say Lamar Jackson will have more than 150 yards from scrimmage, non-throwing, in games that he does not start or replace Joe Flacco due to injury. The most specific prop of all time. Uh, it, well, hey, you know what? I actually just thought of something here. Did he have any – he got 139 yards rushing. I didn't, Did not catch a pass? I didn't check to see if he had any receiving yards. <laughs> it was It was an initial no. You guys lost by 11. Let's see if he had a catch. Uh, he did not. Ah. Nope. No. No repeat yard for... Uh, we're yeah. we're, what How the, the hell it, can Taylor, Taylor Decker get a get catch on a lot of, of these? Hmm. Oh, well. Brian
2: Lewerke can get a catch. Taylor Decker can get a catch. But Lamar Jackson can't.
0: Apparently not.
1: So, <laughs> <that's>,
0: uh, <laughs> that was so that, that was a miss by 11 yards. Um, Lee says no playoffs for the Saints. <laughs> and Tommy and Adam dissent. <laughs>
3: Probably one of my worst yeah, worst
0: so. prophecies of the year. There, Can, like, why
2: did you? What did you not like about the Saints? Like, if we want to
3: um, delve into that, I probably well, I thought the Packers and Vikings were sure, for sure going to make it, so I thought those would be mm-hmm. the two spots in the NFC, and then I thought the Falcons would win the NFC South. Yep. I think cool.
2: what 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 happened last year was the Minnesota Vikings as a franchise they used up. Every ounce of magic they had yeah. on that one pass to Stefan Diggs, and then it was completely transferred to the Saints, and now the Vikings are back to being the Vikings. I mean,
1: the Vikings' finish of the year this year was historically bad. And also, if since we're talking about the Vikings, uh, the Vikings' offensive line really overperformed last year and didn't really deal with the injuries that they did this year. Now, and you could see that in that game against Chicago, they couldn't, they can't move the ball. Yeah, Their offensive line was fucking awful. So, does that right. to, uh, wrap it up?
0: No, we still got more, baby. Uh,
1: My own,
0: Tom says uh, Tom, Dirk Carter is the first coach fired.
3: That was a huge <laughs> Tommy move. That was the At, big- Adam
0: Lee, and Adam Lee dissented here as well. So, denounce that. So, Tommy loses. Uh, they're Hugh Jackson, baby.
2: If they
1: if they if they didn't win that game against the Saints, he could have got he could
0: have got fired. <laughs> yeah, seriously.
2: No, they were um, holding on to that whole year. They're like only team to beat the Saints for like nine weeks.
0: Lee and Adam see the Eagles get under ten wins, and Tommy descends. Yeah. So Tommy loses, the Eagles go nine and seven. Yep, this still made the playoffs. That, that's a double win. That's a push. Um, Tommy says Harold Landry gets ten sacks. Adam and Lee descend. Tommy loses. He got four and a half.
1: Next year, double down. I had no
0: idea who Harold Landry was until I
2: was playing as the Titans in Madden the other day, so that's a bold pick.
1: Uh, He's the, showing flashes.
0: Adam, says, <laughs> Adam says the Bills and Cardinals start out 0-4 while the Saints and Seahawks start out 4-0. That was no.
1: I like where your head's at.
0: Um, Lee says Hugh Jackson will be fired by the Browns week 11 bye, and that was a yes. No, I, mean, was I, I, I posted
3: that prophecy six days before he got fired, so I don't even yeah. know. I think that's just a little back-judge magic right there, making things happen, pulling some strings.
0: And then the most recent prophecy to be decided, Adam takes the NFC field for the playoffs over the Vikings against Lee.
3: Fitting way. And we get it, baby. Fitting way to finish the the prophecy. I was so confident in that, and I just watched my odds slowly decrease until the Vikings blow the, 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 the most important game of the year against the Bears. Uh, as a side note, I know you guys. I sent you that parlay where I put $185 down. I would have won 600 had the Vikings uh, won that game. They didn't. Uh, sour way to finish the year for the for the purple people eaters. But um, I mean, it, did,
2: it came down to it came down to like one big game, and I don't know why you would have faith in Kirk Cousins in one big game. Like he's we, never. We, performed. When did we make did we made
3: that wager before they played Miami?
2: Yeah, um, yes, yeah, We
3: yeah,
0: made
3: that, that wager we week that, fourteen, I think, the, and they had Miami yeah, and Detroit. And was that coming off the Seahawks'
2: loss, or was that yeah, so
0: the the Eagles were yeah. six and seven, and the Vikings were six six and one. Yep. So, and I thought that the, um, I
3: thought that the Vikings would finish out the year in a way that they didn't, and I was wrong. And you know what?
0: It was, it was even more thinking that the Eagles wouldn't finish out the yeah. way that they did too. All stars, all stars. And I mean, I, I won't say too. I, I wasn't specifically on the Eagles or anything. I was just on. I mean, there was like the Panthers were in it, Lions were in it. That means Eagles were there too.
3: I picked um, Houston over Philly, so that was another reason to double down on the Vikings. Anyways. Good year of prophecies, guys. Let's get a few more out next year.
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, also, you can even get
3: a few more out today, big boy. Well, I'm going to have a plan for next year. Is extra.
1: my Trevor Lawrence number one pick in 2021 in there or not, man? Because that no, thing's no, hitting. No, it's not.
3: That thing's That's hitting. Easy okay? Comments like that make me want to just ring you by the neck right now on live podcast. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so there is There is only one outstanding prophecy, and that is JP saying Mahomes and the Chiefs will win the Super Bowl. Oh, what a bold take. Oh, oh my God. He also gosh. took the
3: under in that He's game. Like, Let's
0: not forget that. Yeah, 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 he took the under in that that C- Seahawks Chiefs game. Um. All right. So why don't we uh why don't we hop into these playoff games, boys? Yeah, let's, let's
3: get
0: out do it. it, man. I mean, is there is there one that any of us want to talk about first? I don't have too much of a preference.
3: What's
0: the first uh, game? I think we we could we could start. Okay. Off yeah. Top well, top well. we'll go we'll go in chronological order yeah, then. Saturday. Um, Saturday.
3: First
0: one. Saturday afternoon, four thirty-five p.m. Eastern time. I'll be just getting the Grand Cayman baby. Oh, hell yeah. Ready to ready to soak up some Rays and watch some NFL football. Um Colts at Texans. Wow. The
2: annual 430 uh Reliance Stadium AFC Wildcard game. I
1: love
0: <laughs> it. Yes, yes. On
1: ESPN. What a way to kick off the we'll,
3: game.
0: We'll at
2: least we don't have to see Brock Osweiler
1: this time
2: or oh, yeah. the Yates Very of true. Hell. At
1: least, at least well, <laughs> And also before we start this off, I think I said this a podcast or two ago, but Man, I'm just really pumped for this. is like the best playoffs that I think I've, we've ever had. There's just not yeah. that dud in the AFC. Like all of these games, uh, eat, could go either way. Really, you could so. make an
3: argument for every wild card team. In my opinion, you could make an argument for every wild card team winning. Yeah. Uh, we we'll get into the Bears game later. I think that's probably where you can make the least amount of argument, but there's still a lot of magic coming off the Eagles in their Super Bowl run last year. So we're, we're, we're no, we'll we'll get after it, and uh, I'll, I'll Let's start it off. What I'll is- do the honors. I'll do the honors here. I, I'd like to say that I'm uh. I'll take. I'll assume the position as the as the biggest Andrew Luck fan in this foursome, and uh, okay. I'll say I'll say that I've been pushing for the Colts to to make this this end of the year playoff push for a while. Klepp, I agreed with your statement that the Colts uh, uh, rallying to a ten and six record after a one and five start is, is more impressive than the Texans rallying to a ten and six record off an zero and three start. Uh, these teams split the season uh, in the regular season. Houston won. That crazy week three game at Lucas Oil. And then the Colts yeah. won a few weeks ago in Houston, the game that meant a lot to them. I think that was kind of their biggest game to finish the year to get this playoff spot. I know I, I just proclaim myself as the biggest Andrew Luck fan in this group, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm taking four in this one. I'm taking the Houston Texans wow. and Deshaun wow. Watson to take care of business. I like the fact that they're at home. I like the fact that they got a Cats game in the regular season. I think this is going to kind of be uh, an absolute showdown of two elite caliber, MVP caliber quarterbacks in the years to come. The, I think these are the two guys that are going to be 1-2 and two, or maybe 1-1A in terms of the best quarterbacks in the league. And I think this will just be the first of what is going to be a great uh, showdown for years to come. I think Houston holistically has a better team from top to bottom. And I think their defensive veterans are just going to make more plays when it matters and get to get to luck in this important game. So I'll take the Houston's and I'll I, let's just do scores. I, I kind of like the idea of doing scores for these games. So I'm going to go, yeah. I'm going to go 23, 27 Texans.
1: Oh, I'll, I'll mm. piggyback off of that. And uh, I liked a lot of things that you were saying Lee uh, with Houston. I, I, compl- I agree with you. I think they have the better team and I think they really should win this game, uh, you know, at home uh, being the more you know experienced team on both sides of the ball. But they're playing the hottest team in the NFL right now. The Colts' offensive line is just—that's that, yeah. going to be my matchup right there. The Colts' offensive line against that Texans' D-line, and conversely, the Houston's pretty bad offensive line against a overperforming Colts' D-line. Um, and I'm going to take—I'm still taking the Colts, man. These guys have had two swings at it. The Colts should be two and zero. They should have won that first game uh, at Lucas Oil. Uh, and I just think they got more good juju. It's, it comes back to that. And uh, I like the way Luck's been playing, and this team's rolling right now. And I would, this is the last team I think you want to play in the AFC. Does anyone right?
3: know Lamar Miller's status for this game? Is he is he a full go or is he kind of still? I know up? he
1: uh, he sat out Week
2: 16, but he was full strength in Week 17, so I think he might be a little banged up, but I, I think he's probable going yeah. into this game. That
3: could be that could end up being big because if Dont'a Foreman or Alfred Blue is out there getting more touches than Lamar Miller, who's had a pretty uh sneaky good year
1: this year. That that
2: could be big. Every year he has like a sneaky good year. Well, Alfred Blue is Alfred Lewis terrible. I don't know how that guy's been on the
0: Texans
1: like <laughs> yeah. since Matt Shaw
2: was playing. Oh, like.
0: um, I'm going to take the Colts in this one. I really think that I mean, the Colts are extremely hot. They've won a bunch of games in a row uh, since that loss against the Jags. Um, I think Andrew Luck is playing great football. I think the Texans have cooled off a little bit in, in recent weeks with those losses to the Colts. And the Eagles and I'm just not um, as high on them as uh, I don't know I've never been I've never been a huge Texans guy this whole um, year I don't know I just I still think their offensive line is suspect I don't think that any of those concerns are necessarily gone I mean I know we love DeAndre Hopkins he's probably the best player on the field that isn't the two quarterbacks on, on either team so I mean obviously when it comes to these playoff games you want to have the most dudes you know and they, the Texans obviously have guys like JJ Watt um, Genevieve and Clowney, but I just think Frank Reich is a better coach than Bill O'Brien. I think that the Colts are really feeling themselves right now, and I- I'm going to take them to go into Reliant and get a win.
2: Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with Clep, and I love both these teams, honestly, and I was a little disappointed that they have to play each other uh, round one because I think these are two teams that could both make a run uh, because what I like to look for in uh, playoff teams are teams with who can run the ball and play defense, and uh, um, right now I... But seriously, I give my left nut to have either Andrew Luck or Deshaun Watson be the Lions quarterback. Like, I would do anything for one of those guys. They're both, great they're both great players, and they're both MVP candidates. But this is Deshaun Watson's first playoff game, and Andrew Luck's been there before. And he's one of the most poised quarterbacks I've ever seen. And I am, like you guys brought up, uh, I'm worried about that Texans offensive line because the Colts defense has been overperforming. Darius Leonard is, like, the best linebacker in the league, and he went to some, like, D3 school. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Have Colts in this one, just based off experience and based off that beautiful offensive line, man. Every time I watch Quentin Nelson block, it gets the juices flowing, dude. So I'll take the Colts in this one. It'll be a good game, and I think Andrew Luck is poised enough to go on the road, get that first win, and maybe help this team make a run all the way to the conference championship.
3: I'm the only guy on the on the Texans here. Yeah. I want. I want to dissent yeah. what you said, Dolan. Right. I, I want to dissent what you said. That man Deshaun Dunn had playoff experience when he knocked off the Crimson Tide. He's he he's done. Yeah. All right. all right. Andrew Luck playing
2: a couple Rose Bowls too. Is that?
3: <laughs> all I'm saying is I like Deshaun Watson to fly around a little bit, make some plays. Both guys are going to make plays. I think it's a coin flip mm. game. I don't, does anyone? I think all
1: this analysis is fair. Yeah, to, I completely. Know. Does anyone know the uh, know over this. under on this game? Because I would be smashing the over. I don't. What it, what
2: I think is it's pretty low. These are two good odds. Uh, over it's, it's forty eight and a half. Oh, or, yeah.
1: smash that forty eight and a half, listeners. Everybody. Ah, what these say? are two 27, good offenses. 27-23. I got 50. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet two very good
0: defenses. Total. Just in general, guys, what are your opinions of divisional matchups in the playoffs? We for them against them. I like
3: it. I think like it's it. a phenomenal yeah. way to kick off. I love that this is the first game. I think it's a great way to start yeah. playoffs. I think this is
1: guaranteed and to it's be a not, good game. And for for example, it's not like the NHL yeah. where it's forced. This is just how it seeds up, and you know the three is playing the six, and then it's it happens to be a divisional matchup. So. Yeah, I will say this:
2: this divisional matchup is fine. If I had to watch the Bears and the Vikings play two weeks in a row, oh my god, I would have been rooting for a meteor to hit the stadium.
0: All right, all right, Tommy. Why don't you take the lead on this next one? Uh, Seahawks at
1: Cowboys, Saturday Boys. night. Saturday night, Seahawks Cowboys. Uh, this is the biggest game of Dak Prescott's career, but every single game since you know they lost to the Titans kind of has been the biggest game of his career. Uh, and it, this is you know, this is huge. I believe that the Cowboys have a better team than the Seahawks, and on paper, really should win this game. But then again, you're counting out Russell Wilson, who is always kind of underrated every year and especially this year when he has arguably the worst team that he's had and he just continues to carry them on, on his back And uh, for but with all that said, I'm going to take the Cowboys um, they're playing at home where they usually are their most comfortable uh, and I think that it's going to be a whole lot of Zeke and just their usual game plan, playing good defense getting after uh, Russell Wilson and winning in a low low scoring effort. I, I like a uh, 21 th- eh 21-16 to final in Dallas. Go
3: Cowboys. Club, you want me to take it from here or do you want to roll you, Dolan, and me?
0: Uh, I'll, I'll start, man. I mean, I just think – I'm picking the Seahawks here. I just think the quarterback is way better. Yep. Russell Wilson's been playing at an elite level. The Seahawks have a lot of playoff experience with Pete Carroll. I mean, Jason Garrett doesn't have exactly a great track record in the playoffs at all. Um, I just think – I don't know, the Cowboys are in a really precarious spot because, I mean, just not not to look too long-term, obviously, with this being a playoff preview thing, but, I mean, do you really want Dak Prescott and Jason Garrett to, like, be That's the a dudes great question. that yeah. you, like, go into, like, the next era of Cowboys football with? I don't I don't know if that's the answer. I don't know if that's like what you want. If you don't, then you want them to lose, man, cuz if you well, get this win,
2: then you're me, getting to open of, this Pandora's box. You're Fox, getting like 20 right? years of I, Jason Garrett.
1: Well, I will say even if they lose, I still think they're going to re-sign Dak and they're going to they're not going to fire Garrett. I don't like, I know. It's it's, it's, full, a, it's, it's, it's like it's, nepotism. It's, it's, it's like his son, you know. Jason Garrett is like Jerry Jones's son. Nothing. He's the ultimate yeah, pawn for really. Jerry Jones. Yeah. Like, it's a completely it's not like a normal organization. Um, the fact that they got to the playoffs that secured his job and gave, got Dak an extension either way. So yeah.
0: I mean, so it's just it's that's just an interesting thing to think about. But I am going to pick the Seahawks here. Um, I just think Russell Wilson's going to be able to get it done when when it, when he needs to. So uh, that's where I'm at.
2: I completely agree with everything Clef's saying. And Russell Wilson, is, like we were just talking about, Andrew Locke and Deshaun Watson, and how those are guys who any team would want to have. and Russell Wilson deserves to easily be talked in that same category. I think he should be an MVP candidate. Maybe he's not putting up the yards that everyone else is, but he's got 35 touchdowns, only seven interceptions. The guy has been playing as such that he has gone years without making any drastic mistakes save for one goal line pass. But um, the Seahawks are a very good team, and they're a hot team, and that's why I'd be scared to play them in the playoffs. But this is the Dallas Cowboys, man. They're playing at Jerry World. They're 7-1 and one at home, and you know what happens – when the Dallas Cowboys get the four seed, they get all the calls in that first game. <laughs> They're gonna win with some phantom pass interference oh that isn't called. It's gonna be rigged for the Cowboys to win. I'm a big Cowboys guy. The defense has been stepping up. They don't miss Sean Lee at all because Layton Vander Ash is like the next Sean Lee. And um, they have Ezekiel Elliott and one of the best offensive lines in the league. And I think this will be a close, grinded out game. Dak Prescott tends to do everything he could possibly do to game manage a win. The Cowboys are 7-1 at home
0: this year, and I'm going to take the Cowboys. Uh, Lee, let's just quickly pat ourselves on the back here. For being with the Seahawks, yeah. this whole time,
3: I'm a, since, I, yeah. since, since
0: July, man, so many people were trashing this team. You know, oh, oh the right, defense isn't right. the same. Oh, the offense isn't going to be good. Pete Carroll's on and the way out. The call
3: we made it, that that defense would band together a little bit. Some no-names. Yeah. Banding together, playing Seahawks you know, I'm, football.
0: A big, I'm a big Tedrick Thompson guy.
3: Oh, man. Everything he, about the Seahawks. He
0: fills the hole like a no other safety in the <laughs> NFL, man. He, yeah. he runs downhill and smacks boys.
3: No, I mean, this is why I, I, I'm going to give my analysis now because I didn't know – I don't know who I'm picking in this game, you know, while Tommy started his sentence and I, I think this is one of the harder games to pick. All these games are so hard to pick. I think it's uh, very easy to say right now, Russell Wilson's the best quarterback in the NFL. Who's better than him? Uh, you can say Watson. You can say Luck. You can say Rodgers. There's an argument you can make for Russell Wilson in every single one of those scenarios. The game he played last week against, or two weeks ago against the Chiefs, was absolutely phenomenal. I, I, I was blown away, and I usually am not blown away by Russell Wilson because it's par for mm-hmm. the course for him blown away by what he was doing and the balls he was throwing. I was drooling watching him. It. it was phenomenal mm-hmm. to watch. But I'm going to continue my role as the Cowboys' apologist on this show and I'm going to just give them a little give Jason Garrett and Dak Prescott credit where it's due that I'm not yeah. used to giving them. They won 10 games this year. They beat the Eagles twice. They won every single game when it mattered except for the Tennessee one. I'm not – there's no argument in the other direction. Amari Cooper has given this offense a direction that it didn't have before. Ezekiel Elliott led the league in rushing – yeah, Russell Wilson and the Seahawks have a better quarterback and a better coach. But I really would venture to say that's probably all they have better than, than Dallas. Dallas is a better defense. They're going to get pressure on Russell Wilson. The Seahawks already came to Dallas and won a game, if I'm not mistaken. This it was, in,
1: it was in Seattle. It was in Seattle.
3: So these teams already played in Seattle, won in Seattle. This game is in Seattle. I think it's an easy win for Seattle, honestly. That's how big of a difference I think it is. I just think mm-hmm. that when you're in that Dallas Dome, especially like Dolan said in that in that uh, wildcard game and Jerry's <laughs> watching from 300 rows up with his banana. Yes. There's just something special happening. I think, again, giving going to give Jason Garrett and Dak credit where it's due. Winning ten leagues in this or ten games in this league is not an easy thing to do. And I just think the Cowboys are going to do what they've done all year and continue to roll at home uh, against a Seahawks team that I think is worse than them.
0: And, so I'm on. I'm on, uh, Seahawks, I'm on Seahawks, Island Seahawks Island here.
1: Yeah. A-
3: expect some
0: serious chicanery at the and, end of this well, game. There's well, something's going down. Well, you know, last time I was on an island against an NFC East team when I was on Skins Island when they played the Giants. So I'm right where I want to be, baby. Oh, wait,
2: look, let's since we were doing retrospects earlier, I think we need to do retrospect on the – Clep had the worst risky survivor off of all time when we did Redskins versus Texans. Yeah. He was deep on Skins Island <laughs> and then – RIP, but Alex Smith's leg fell off in that game, and then they just were completely tanked after that. <laughs> that, was, that was an all-time back-judge moment.
3: That was. That is an all-time back-judge moment. These are some games, Lee. man. Yeah, I, Lee,
0: Lee. two of your children here, Chargers and Ravens.
3: Oh, yes. Ooh. I'm glad you got me to kick this one off, because this is yeah. the game with the most intrigue, and this is the game that I have maybe the least to say about, but I'll, I'll make it short and sweet for you guys. I'm going to put probably the most amount of money I've ever put down on a team on the Chargers on the money line. And if I wow. lose, and if I lose, I deserve it. That's that, that's the way I see it. Okay. I, want, I want these guys to take me to the window. I want the Chargers to take me to the window. This is a team that I said was going to win 13 games in this season. They played exactly how I thought they would this season, with the exception of starting off bad. And they played this Ravens team. The big argument for the Ravens, they're a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home. It might be cold. No one's seen this offense. They're on a roll. The only game, the only game they lost is on the road to the Chiefs. I don't want to hear any of it. You played these guys two-and-a-half weeks ago. Your offense looked like a, 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 sh- a thread of what it's been all year. Phillip Rivers, a lot of people were playing their fantasy championships. I know that that means a lot to some people. P- only put up five or six points, and they, they were an Antonio Gates fumble away from if he, if he just had secured the ball, they probably would have won the game. Now they get another shot at this team. It's win or go home. Phillip Rivers versus Lamar Jackson. I think the Chargers have a, have a better team. I think these defenses in a playoff scenario are going are gonna to be at each other's throats. I think these are two top five defenses in the league. I don't think points are going to be an easy thing to get. But I think this is going to be an absolute wake-up call game. Welcome to the NFL game for Lamar Jackson. And I think all the things that have been different about the Chargers' year so far are going to show up in this game, and the Chargers are going to win this one by a touchdown or more. So I'm taking the Chargers on the money line. Phillip Rivers is going home if they lose this game a loser this year. This Chargers team season is over at the hands of Lamar Jackson, a guy who hasn't even proven he can throw the ball effectively down the field. So – I think I think that this is a spot where the Chargers are going to control the pace of the game and the Ravens' luck is going to run out. Go Chargers. Oof.
1: All right, I guess I'll take it from here. Uh, I I think I'm somewhere in the middle between, uh, I think Lee's a little bit of an extremist on the Chargers right here. Uh, and I just kind of want to make a little, I'm going to go with the Chargers, but I am not as confident as you, just as the Baltimore has the second best defense in the NFL. They're going to be at home in that cold weather. And Lamar Jackson has just won games, really, and has played well. And is has really been throwing the ball well from inside the pocket, and they they have this little their little triple option that they're running. Uh, granted, I think that the Chargers' defensive personnel is suited really well to stop that. I, I'm gonna love to see Derwin James up in the box trying to make tackles on Lamar and Gus Edwards. Um, but I am as am definitely I'm on the Chargers for sure because they have vet, they have better players, they have a better team, better quarterback, and they should win this game. But that being said. I think this is going to be a low-scoring, tight affair, and the Ravens are going to have a chance to win this game. Uh, their defense is going to keep them in it, and I think Lamar is just going to, if he doesn't turn the ball over, then they're going to have a chance to win this game.
2: Mm. This is a tough one to call because I, like, my mind completely says Chargers, but and my heart says it too. But the Chargers choke in the playoffs pretty much every year. And I don't know if maybe moving to that shitty 15,000 soccer stadium in L.A. instead of San Diego is going to change that. But I have little confidence in them in the playoffs. Yet I'm still going to take them because I think, like you said, they lost 22-10 to to uh, Lamar and the uh, Ravens a couple weeks ago at home, which is probably their most surprising and embarrassing loss of the season. Um, and I think that we talk about how good the uh, – uh, the Ravens' defense is, the Chargers' defense is just as good. And you're talking about how I have the good personnel to stop the read option, like Derwin James playing in the box. They also have Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa on both side, sides of their defensive line. Absolutely. I think this is one of the best defenses in the league.
3: And again, so, a lot of people um, are surprised by this offense. This is a team the Chargers saw two and a half weeks ago.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, if you use Lamar Jackson, the main thing that has helped him out this year is there wasn't a lot of tape on him. I mean, they spent the whole when teams were going up against the Ravens, they were planning for Joe Flacco for a long time. And Lamar Jackson and Joe Flacco could not be further apart. Mm-hmm. I think Lamar Jackson's a good quarterback. I think he'll be able to win games. But if they just run the ball up the middle for four yards every play, eventually uh, Los Angeles uh, is going to stop them. They're going to get the ball back. And the Chargers offense is, I think they have the best four wide receivers in the league. If we want to do wide receiver
3: quartets. Henry's active. Yeah. Yeah. I,
1: I mean, I,
2: and then also one more thing is that um, Lamar's been taking care of the ball a lot, but I think uh, the Chargers have some real ball hawks on defense in Casey Hayward and Desmond King, who leads the team in uh, interceptions right now. And I think he might just make a couple rookie mistakes uh, for the Chargers to win a close one. But I'm not very confident because it's the Chargers, and we know how they've been in their history, but I'll pick them at uh, Baltimore.
0: I'd love to see the Chargers win the coin toss and say, we want the ball. like yep. Take the ball go up 70 yep. and just make Ooh. Lamar Jackson come maybe, from behind and beat his team in the NFL. Like if you're I feel like if you're up in the fourth quarter, I think you'll beat the Ravens. I really Ooh. really do. Yep. And yep. that's I think that's the key to the game for the Chargers is getting up and then having Philip Rivers not implode like he has the last he's played really badly the last 2 weeks against the Broncos and the Ravens. He's been throwing picks. It's been bad Philip Rivers. He needs to he needs to get up early and then control the game. All right? And you're a veteran quarterback. You've been in this league a long time. You need to be able to do this in this game. He like, needs to that, finally that, that's his bottom line. And so I'm riding on the Chargers. And if, like you said, Lee, we just, I just deserve to get this wrong if
3: it, yeah. you know, if it doesn't happen. Exactly. It just is what it is. Exactly.
0: Um,
2: I mean, the Ravens have a, the thing that scares me. Like, the Ravens have a lot of uh, the makings of a team who can make a run. Yeah. That's the thing that's tough about this matchup. Yeah.
1: Uh,
2: the, the defense and running the ball, like... No one does it better than them right now.
1: Just going into Baltimore in the playoffs in the cold, uh, I just think is that's a that's a tough task. And the, we can, we're kind of granting the chargers this level of, you know, like this that's I, fair. you know this and 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 I think dude Lamar Jackson has been really with me with his throws, like, I, I don't know, man. Like he, I think we're not giving him enough credit as a passer. And obviously he could have... Yeah, we definitely aren't. No one
2: gives him enough credit as a passer, which is kind of BS. And um, But the Chargers, you know what, they're 7-1 and one on the road. And I don't think uh, a little bit of cold in Baltimore will hurt too much. There's a reason much.
3: they're running a triple option. No, I know, but so look, he can't sit in the pocket and throw the ball. Yeah, he, I mean, and, and, if he, and if he can do it, then he'll do it against L. A. Like the, the, these every throw that he's going to make is going to be on the run. And that's I'm not, not saying that's not true actually. I'm not. I'm not. It's saying, not like he has a
2: lot of weapons to throw to. If we're being honest, I mean Michael Crabtree, like 31 year old Michael Crabtree. That's not my
3: fault that they drafted Hayden Hurst and Mark Andrews this year. That's a whole. That's a damn yeah. franchise this year. Hey, Mark mean, Andrews, that was a
0: good pick. That
2: was yeah. a good pick.
3: No, I mean we'll see what happens. All I'm saying is. Yeah, Lamar Jackson obviously deserves a little bit more credit, but there's a reason why this guy isn't a traditional quarterback and why we're not giving him credit as a pocket passer, as someone who can deliver the ball. Because, yeah, he's made good throws, but there's a difference between making good throws on a six week span and being able to sit in the pocket and go 25 for 28 even, or, or, or not 25, 25 for 32 against the chargers and win a game. Like that's a completely different thing yeah. than going, you know, 11 for 16 with 118 passing yards and a touchdown and mostly just doing work with Gus Edwards and, and, and moving the football, running it. So yeah we'll I, see, completely but agree. I, I don't know. I love, I'd still have yet to see Lamar Jackson be able to sit in the pocket and consistently make throws for more than one, one or two drives. So I, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, I, 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 I don't think we need to really be giving him any more credit until he earns it. I think this big defense is to
0: be over. Yeah. yeah, so let's move on to this Eagles-at-Bears game. And this is a big game of reckoning uh, for John Dolan and, and, and myself. Um, a few weeks ago, we got in a Twitter fight with a Bears fan, yeah. Nick, uh, Nick Padula. And, Kids uh, he's like
2: eight years old. I we were going a little hard at him, but I, I, I hate he's, he's a, he's a
0: Mitch Trubisky apologist. Mm-hmm. And, and we told him that uh, the bears would lose their first playoff game. Yeah. And so uh, I'm riding with the Eagles, baby. Uh, I think we can get a really interesting discussion about Nick Foles and BDM. Just, just where this like Eagles team is at. I, they just play better with him in the lineup. Um, I don't know. It's, it's interesting, but I think this game, I'm most intrigued about this game than any other one. I think it has um, just playoff football back in Chicago, I think, is a good thing for the NFL in general. A nice soldier field game on Sunday. Everyone there is going to be going crazy. Um, and it's going to be Matt Nagy, a first year coach in the playoffs. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm very intrigued with this one. I'm, I'm, Kind of picking the Eagles purely out of spite for the Bears because yeah. I would love to see the team just go down in a in a you know pit of flames. But uh, I don't know. That's where I'm at.
2: Yeah, I, I'm with Clep on that too. And like, I, I just hate the Bears so much. <laughs> I just hate them. And the reason why I hate them so much is because this team is so damn good. Especially that defense. They went from having zero receivers on their team to somehow getting like four, like Kevin White, the uh, consistent first round pick every year. They finally got him, but adding Allen Robinson and then drafting Anthony Miller, too. They have weapons finally, they have two good running backs, but their quarterback sucks. And I really don't think Trubisky's a good player. And the reason why me and Klepp were going off on this kid is because he was trying to say that the Bears made the right decision drafting Mitch Trubisky over Deshaun Watson. And, I, and they drafted him over Mahomes too. And granted, I don't think a lot of people could have seen that coming. But we say, we've talked about it before: if the Bears have Deshaun Watson, if the Bears have Pat Mahomes, yeah. they're fifteen and one. They're the Super Bowl favorite. Yeah. And I think Trubisky—he has no—he has barely any experience playing in like big NFL games up until a couple this year. And even though he's throwing the ball like at a better rate, more yards, he's still throwing those wobbly ass Nate Peterman interceptions a couple times a game. And I, just the way. It is a really weird topic, the and I think this is something that we could easily delve into deeper on another show or this show, the Wentz versus Nick Foles yeah. uh, debate, and why, because Carson Wentz is obviously one of the most talented quarterbacks in the league, like he looks like he was built in a lab, 6-5, you can run, you can throw the ball over the field, but they were 6-7 and seven when they were playing with him, and Nick Foles came in, and he's been thrown for
0: like five and 6 because Nick Foles split the first two games of the year. Oh yeah, he went... Yeah, I remember that Atlanta game. That was ugly. Uh,
2: he um, when Nick Foles came in, and he's throwing for like 300, 350 yards a game. He spreads the ball around to more people than just Carson Wentz throwing it to Zach Ertz six times in a row, so I lose a fantasy game by .2 points. But I, um, I'm i going to take the Eagles in this, and I'm kind of feeling the Nick Foles magic coming. The team rallies around him. They have more weapons on offense than I say get uh, more playoff reps they haven't thrown the ball to him as much as I'd like but um Alshon Jeffrey was unbelievable during the playoff run last year uh the defense really stepped up during the playoff run I know the secondary has hurt more but it, uh that's not going to stop that like Trubisky won't be able to throw in any secondary so I'll take the Philadelphia Eagles to win them winning is a little iffy just because of how good the Bears defense is but I'd love to take that plus six that they're getting I think this is going to be a great game and I'm Ryan Philly I hope they can make a run this year
0: and you boys have boots on the ground I mean what's the, any uh interesting uh conversations or things you're hearing about uh in Chicago this week
3: honestly I mean you can feel the energy that's all that's all there really is to be said about it the city's buzzing uh everyone's on board I also I don't think anyone's faded the Bears more than me this year on a, on a regular basis I've been Picked the Vikings against them both times. Picked the Rams against them. Basically any game where something could go wrong, I picked against them. And that's kind of been my methodology all year. And I've been wrong all year. And, yeah, I do mm-hmm. believe that Mitch Trubisky is, an, is a bum. He's an absolutely bum of, of a quarterback. Yeah. But he does enough to Mitch win. They, they went 12-4 this year. And he and his one great game was against the Buccaneers where they won by 30 and would have won with Chase Daniels. So he clearly isn't the recipe to their success. And I honestly think it's a little disrespectful that you guys are picking the Eagles. I think this Eagles run, uh, I think this Eagles run is a, is is just a, a, a shade of what it was. I think this Eagles team backed into the playoffs because the Vikings couldn't take care of business. If they very backed easily into the playoffs, very, it, it was the Rams. Very, in Texas. Very, very, let me finish. Let me finish. The Rams. The Rams played. We don't need to talk about that. Was an absolute yeah, terrible Rams performance yeah, by the Rams, who already had their spot locked up. Basically, they had their first round by locked up. This is a Bears team. On that Soldier Field grass, where I picked against them so many times, that has the best defense I've seen in a long time. They've got more disruptors than anyone the Eagles or Nick Foles has played against all year. And I think the Bears are going to do what they've done all year and suffocate their opponents, no matter what they they try to do on offense. The Vikings last week, I I know the Vikings aren't a great team, we're averaging three yards passing a play and three yards rushing a play. This defense suffocates you. The Bears didn't even need to win that game. There's a different energy in Chicago this year, and I do not think energy this this uh, energetic, if you will, and this aggressive and this happy and this much of a change where your your season total is six and a half for the season and you smash it by, by six, I don't think it results in first-round losses at Soldier Field. I think this is a game where the Bears are going to, Control it from beginning to finish, and the, the, the Nick Foles magic is going to get zipped off real quick. Uh, also, I hope those ribs aren't bothering him a little bit from last week because he's going to be yeah. taking some hits. I like Tariq yeah. Cohen to be buzzing around the field. I like the Bears to win this one by more than a touchdown.
1: Oh, God. Let's split this boy right down the middle because I agree with everything Lee just said, and I think the Bears are going to handle business, and I think this game really is never going to be in that much of a doubt. Um, this, it really comes, you know, I, we all, we, everyone knows about the defense. It's more of what it comes down to me is the offense. And even if Philly can stifle, stifle their run game a little bit and kind of make Trubisky win the game, uh, it, it's more than that. It's, it's Matt Nagy's play calling. It's the McVeigh esque kind of pass concepts that he's running and the, the looks that he's giving uh, every defense is. And, and Dolan kind of rubbed this off like, oh, their secondary is really hurt and bad, but but Trubisky can't throw anywhere, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it does yeah. matter. It does matter, buddy. You know why? Because this just just like McVay kind of masks a lot of Jared Goff's problems and makes the schematics easier for him and in turn makes his performance better. I think Nagy does the same thing with, uh, with Trubisky. And Trubisky is, this is going to be at Soldier Field. It's going to be cold as all hell. And yes, the Eagles, I mean, I'm they they're gonna be able to play. It's not. But I just think you guys are criminally underrating the Bears. Uh, and you know we're gonna get into. We're it. not underrating.
2: I'm what underrating this? Trubisky, not the Bears. And also Jared Goff is so much better than Mitch Trubisky and Matt or Sean McVay is a much better coach than Nagy's coach than Nagy. So I don't know about that. I mean, it's a lot I'm scared of the Bears. It's just I don't like Trubisky. I don't want to see the Bears win a playoff game. This is like a biased but pick. But since like, when does I...
3: Trubisky's play exactly. make them lose? He hasn't. His, he threw three picks against the Rams. They still dominated them. It's yeah, like, didn't even, yeah, I like saw... they didn't even turn the ball over. That's... And I want to give... I don't think Matt Nagy is what makes Trubisky. I think Trubisky is the best running back playing quarterback in the playoffs right now. He's the biggest threat with the ball in his hands. The guy's an at like I do not like him as a quarterback. He's an absolute pure and natural athlete running the ball. Like you can't take that away from him. He converts the most ridiculous running plays that shouldn't happen. I watched it happen last year against the Lions, where it's just like, how is this guy still running? I feel like I'm watching a Pee Wee football game where Mitch Trubisky is just like in his own little we Sports world where he's just running circles around people that should be eating him a lot. Right,
2: hey, Lee, he's not Josh Allen, man. Let's not no, make he said in the playoffs he's he said in the playoffs. running for anything, dude. He
1: said in the playoffs. All I, all I will say as well is it. Matt, they don't even need to – you know the defense is going to bring it and make yeah. it – I mean this offensive line hasn't been as good as it was last year, Philadelphia's offensive line. And we know that the Bears' defensive line is going to get after it, and then and on every level after that, in their linebackers and their secondary, they have playmakers, and they the best defense in the NFL. And you're asking Nick Foles to come in. With a banged up defense and kind of work his magic from last year, and I just think the Bears are way too good for that time. I'm not. I'm
2: asking him to work his magic from the past three weeks too. It ain't just last year.
1: No, what true. magic happened against the Redskins though? Like Dude, if if he, he was he threw five, I, I didn't watch that game. They covered easily. Play. You didn't
2: need to watch that. It was an easy cover. Um, and also like there's a lot of bias in this picture because of the I hate the Bears, and I'm also I'm the one person on the planet who's just rooting for another Nick Foles Super Bowl run. And the Eagles are going to trade the, or Wentz to the Detroit Lions. Um, just one of those two needs need to resistance. get out of there. And if Nick Foles goes on another run, one of those quarterbacks is going to go. And if Nick Foles wins two playoff games, I don't know how you can justify keeping the other one who's never won any.
1: Carlos Monterez, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for joining the podcast. <laughs> how is that a Monterey take? Foles is better than Wentz in an
3: Eagles uniform. No 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 doubt about it. Trade once. Yeah, there's literally no ifs ands or buts
1: about it. Trade once. I think Maybe there's a they lot will. we could Maybe do a on another episode.
0: Um just to just to wrap up this conversation, I have I've a prophecy if you guys have been following. I picked all road teams to win all these wildcard uh, weekend games. Put it in the prophecy, baby. All road teams win Wild Card Weekend 2019. Besides the Cowboys.
3: Adam Road Warrior, Ow. clap.
0: Woo! We here.
3: Great to be on. Were we, Wait, are, are we going to our... get into these, these, these uh, NFC, AFC championship picks and Super yeah. Bowl picks?
0: If you don't mind, look, I, I would like to go first. Go ahead. Um, I'm going to have the uh, Seahawks at the Saints in the NFC championship game. And then the Patriots at the Chiefs in the AFC championship game. Uh, I think the Super Bowl would be Saints versus the Patriots, and I'm taking the Saints.
3: Very nice. Who wants to— the- Okay, I'll do,
0: I could go
2: next. Um, at the beginning of the season, my pick for Super Bowl was Rams versus Patriots. Um, I've wavered on that many times, not necessarily on the Rams front, although they've looked weak uh, in the past couple weeks. And especially Jared Goff in cold weather is, like, the grossest thing I've ever seen. Like, this dude spent his entire life in California. He has. I don't think he's ever seen snow, but— um, I'm going to go with in my championship games. Might have to go a little bold uh, this time and go Philly versus LA in the wow. NFC Championship, where I'm going to have the Rams getting revenge against BDN, Big Dick Nick. He's not making it all the way to the Super Bowl this time. And then I'm going to have the Colts versus the Patriots and the Deflate Gate rematch in the Woo!
3: NFC Championship wow. game. I like that. I like that Luck Club.
2: I would love to see uh, the Colts uh, win that, but and I think they easily could, but I'm just going to stick with my original pick, and I'll have the Rams and the Patriots play each other in the Super Bowl. And um, it's going to be hard. I don't know if we need to give our Super Bowl winner picks yet, or maybe we can do I'm Yes, we do. do. I do. I'm going go, to go with the Rams because I don't want to see the Patriots win again. I think this is the Rams' year. They started off 8-0, and maybe they wavered off a little bit towards the end of the year, but this was the best offense in the league for a while. And even though the defense lets up a lot of yards, we've talked about this before, they have playmakers on defense, so.
0: I think in a sense, Dolan, like the Rams and the Patriots are flying under the radar big time right now. I mean, two teams that- For whatever reason. You know, especially the Rams were being talked about a lot when they started 8-0, but after that loss to the Saints, they've kind of taken a backseat in terms of just the overall NFL conversation in the world right now. Yeah. And uh, those are definitely two teams that have a great chance as any to make the Super Bowl. And I will say, if there's a Colts- pats afc championship game lee it might be a week three repeat up at bosworth
3: it might for that it might one ha- it might have the, to
0: be. the, the luck the, the luck boys you know, going we're after that pre- shirt
3: we're wearing that shirt you guys Woo! Um, oh
0: yes yep yep
3: i'm gonna put in the prophecy um, the patriots aren't winning a playoff game this year
1: Jeez, really i, don't I mean shit. Yeah, i hope not. I, I don't care i my OG.
3: colts texans ravens or chargers whoever they play they're losing to in the, in the first round of the playoffs That's my big take this year I'm taking the Texans and the Chargers in the AFC Championship. I think it's going to be, just like how this whole season was, competitive as ever, a little abstract. Uh, the, the the powers of the – or the regular historic powers, like the Patriots, uh, are, not going to be, are not going to be doing what they usually do. Taking the Texans and the Chargers in the AFC Championship. In the NFC Championship, I'm going to take the Saints and the Bears. I think this is a Bears team that's going to go on a little bit of a run and going to go to L.A. and beat the Rams. I think the Saints are going to be able to take care of the Cowboys at home uh, due to my original prediction there and in the Super Bowl I think we're going to get a classic Saints Chargers matchup a little Philly River Philly Rivers Drew Brees action Brees against the former team and This is a game where I have no idea what direction to go in but since I've been Obviously riding the Chargers hard since the beginning of the year and had my emotional relationship with them I would find it very hard to pick against Philip Rivers in this game if he gets them there So I'm taking the Chargers baby wow. Chargers over the Saints wow. in the Super Bowl.
1: I'll pick That's I'll, a big time. I'll pick that right up because Lee and I have the exact same NFC championship. The two best teams in the NFC, the Saints and the Bears, the Saints going to New Orleans. They're, that defense is going to travel to LA and Khalil Mack is going to eat Jared Goff's lunch all day. And then on the other side of the ball, that Rams defense is going to show that it's holes. Um, and I and I have the Saints beating the Bears at home. I think this is the best possible NFC championship uh, that we could have. Uh, the two best teams. then on the other side, I have the Chiefs and the Patriots, like Klep, um, with the Chiefs going in to uh, Arrowhead and winning a game that they probably shouldn't win. Uh, and, I, and I, so I have the Saints and the Patriots. It was my my midseason uh, preview. Me and Klep riding that same that same boat, and I got the Saints uh, taking it home.